Florence, hi. Uh, thank you so much. We do appreciate you filling in while Bertram's uh, not available. So uh, I'm sure you've been informed that uh, the purpose of this project is to just, you know, uh, make this more accessible. So, uh, just do what you can. Uh, like I said, uh, I think, uh, oh, I'm not sure, uh, when Bertram's, uh, Bertram's gonna be back, so, um, but, uh, I'm sure it won't be too long. Uh, so just do what you can. There is no rush. Uh, last I knew, I think they were working on, um, it was either one about the Hindenburg or the Titanic, maybe? Uh, I could not be certain. Uh, I was, uh, out for a little bit of time, so I'm not quite up to speed on, uh, what they've been working on. But either which way, if you don't get to it, or if that wasn't covered for you, perfectly fine. Whatever you need, let me know. Uh, you can reach me by phone, by email, like I always tell them. And, uh, also, I will be in communication with your supervisor, and, uh, if you have any concerns, you can report it to them, they'll talk to me, it'll be great. We're so happy to have you helping us out, and hopefully, uh, this will be more of a long-term thing, and we can, you know, make the team bigger, brighter, better, all of that. You're amazing. <laughs> Hello, I am Florence Jester, part of the Biological Division, not Accessibility. You owe me one, boss. Recording this for, uh, oh, what was their name again? Um, Bertram? Bertram. Uh, hope your antler removal goes well. Anyway, at least this one is from my department. Um, let's see. SCP-2952. Object class? Once you slid, now considered safe. Special Containment Procedures Urban and suburban sections of SCP-2952 should be camouflaged appropriately according to their surrounding environment or built directly into the walls or foundations of nearby buildings. Underwater sections of SCP-2952 are to be disguised as internet cables. Sections of SCP-2952 in rural or undeveloped areas are to be buried underground. As of 1-5-17, instances of SCP-2952-1 are to be exposed to allow travelers using SCP-2952 to depart and board. SCP-2952-1 instances are to be remotely monitored so that civilians who encounter SCP-2952 can be detained and amnesticized. If an SCP-2952-1 instance is still in the process of being uncovered and set up for monitoring, a small meal of fruits, milk, nuts, wildflowers, and honey is to be left at the instance at each sunrise and sunset. The plate is to be accompanied by a note in Welsh politely apologizing for the inconvenience and providing a date for when the instance will be open for transit. Boy, wish I'd actually gotten a note for this. <sighs> anyway. Though SCP-2952 does not require food or water, 
regular interactions and play with the head end of SCP-2952 is advisable to maintain emotional health and is beneficial to on-site morale. I wonder if they've ever tried giving the poor little thing a Kong toy. That might be a good idea. I'll suggest that later. Why haven't I done that before? Anyway. Description. SCP-2952 is a male Pembroke Welsh Corgi measuring over 30,000 kilometers in length. The head and front legs of SCP-2952 are located in Portland, Oregon, while the hindquarters are located in a rural area of Japan's Kariwa District, weaving through the Americas, Europe, and much of Asia in between. SCP-2952 does not appear to age, nor does it require food or water. SCP-2952 will not move more than five meters from its original position even if threatened or offered a reward. SCP-2952 will quickly regenerate from all damage done to it. One end will respond to stimuli from the other without the delay that would be expected due to its length. Who could hurt such a precious thing? Ugh, some of those guys, I can't believe. At certain areas along SCP-2952's length, small openings will form along its sides at regularly scheduled intervals. See schedule. SCP-2952-1 for a full timetable. These locations are designated instances of SCP-2952-1. There are 324 known instances of SCP-2952-1. Some are located in major cities, others in suburban or rural areas. The formation of these holes does not seem to harm or adversely affect SCP-2952. When these openings appear, Humanoid beings will exit SCP-2952. These entities, designated SCP-2952-2, are on average 3 centimeters high and cannot be viewed directly. They must be photographed or filmed through fi- They must be photographed or filmed, though physical evidence of their presence, such as shadows or footprints, can be observed. After the first group exits, a different group of SCP-2952 will appear and enter in the same opening. The opening will then seal until the next scheduled event. The same instance of SCP-2952-2 can be seen entering at one SCP-2952-1 location and departing at another. Openings on the dexterous side of SCP-2952 take passengers west while those on the sinistrous side take passengers east. Wow, they couldn't have made that a little easier. Why not just right or left or east or south or whatever? The average documented speed of SCP-2952 appears to be 120 kilometers per hour, not accounting for stops at SCP-2952-1 instances. The burying of many of the SCP-2952-1 instances stopped SCP-2952-2 from entering or exiting SCP-2952. Three days after all SCP-2952-1 instances were buried, Project Director Stevens disappeared from his apartment with an adult European mole left in his place. Over the next three weeks, 17 of the construction workers responsible for burying SCP-2952-1 instances woke to find their walls of their houses had been replaced by a mixture of poison ivy and death cap mushrooms. After two months, researcher Mills, who had been in charge of testing the regenerative properties of SCP-2952, woke up with poisonous nightshade berries in his mouth and stakes of hawthorn driven through his hands and feet. 
Yeah, well, that's what you get when you go and hurt something that doesn't need to be hurt, isn't it, Mills? The anomalous events were theorized to be the work of the SCP-2952-2 population. In response, a plan to appease SCP-2952-2 was devised using information collected from relevant myths, leading to the current protocol for unburying and monitoring instances of SCP-2952-1, implemented December 9, 2016. Two weeks later, the mole disappeared from its containment area and was replaced with Director Stevens, and the poison ivy and mushrooms disappeared from the homes of the construction workers. Security footage showed that during the retrieval and detaining of civilians who saw SCP-2952, there were instances of SCP-2952-2 following the Foundation agents and observing their actions closely. On January 5th, 2017, SCP-2952 became virtually imperceptible to all humans not under the Federation's employ, in an identical manner to that of SCP-2952-2. In addition, instances of SCP-2952-2 are now visible to Foundation employees, though not to civilians. As such, SCP-2952 has now been reclassified as safe. Addendum on January 9, 2017, Director Stevens had a note left on his desk by a starling which flew out a window before it could be caught. The text of the note, translated from Welsh, is as follows. Thank you for your prompt response to commuter complaints and wonderful customer service. As such, we have granted all members of your organization complimentary transportation on our CORGI system. Please send a sparrow to the Council of the Seed... Oh, good lord. Sidhe? Sidhe. Sidhe. Oh, whatever. Office nearest you if you have further questions. G. Foxglove, Director of Transportation, the Council of the Tilwith Teg. Tilwith Teg. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I'm from the. I'm not from the Accessible Division. Not always that good with other languages. Anyway. Agent Davies' ride on SCP-2952 can be found under Exploration Log SCP-2952 Alpha. And, well, I mean, if I'm in for the long haul, I might as well read the log, too. <sighs> okay. Opening information. Agent Davies encountered SCP-2952 at the closest SCP-2952-1 to the head and was directed to depart at the next SCP-2952-1 instances, where a transport team was waiting for her. All material inside SCP-2952 was written in Welsh, and SCP-2952-2 instances also spoke only Welsh. Agent Elizabeth Davis was selected for the mission in part due to her fluency in Welsh. Log begins at 10.28. Begin log. Agent Davies touches SCP-2952 and immediately begins decreasing in size. Agent Davies. What on earth? Okay. Shrinkage seems proportional? Well, let's hope it's proportional for my sake. Agent Davies chuckles. None of the typical detrimental size effects you'll see with other SCPs that cause shrinkage. And noting that the end height appears to be 3.2 centimeters tall. Control, can you still hear me? Mission Control. We can hear you perfectly, Agent. Agent Davies. All right, then. Tech isn't affected by the shift either. Good to know. Doors should open at 1035, yes? Mission Control, that is correct. 
Agent Davies waits, during which time six instances of SCP-2952-2 join her. A male instance of SCP-2952-2 approaches her. Mission Control. You are clear to engage in conversation if needed, Agent Davies. Agent Davies does not respond verbally, but discreetly makes a thumbs-up gesture in view of the body camera. Instance 2-A. Hope this thing isn't late again. I tried to make it to the glade in time for midnight at the solstice. Missed it by six minutes. All the ingredients for a harvest bane incantation gone to seed. Agent Davies. Do you know why it's been late? 2-A. Some kind of internal blockage. Poor thing's got kidney stones, I hear. <laughs> oh dear. The opening along SCP's 2952's side appeared at 1041 and nine instances of SCP-2952-2 exit. Agent Davies enters SCP-2952, whereby all communications with Mission Control cuts off. The interior of SCP-2952 looks similar to a subway car. The walls, ceiling, and floor appear to be constructed of birch bark wrapped around thin twigs. Oh wow, that sounds really cool. The walls are lined with seats, which are cushioned with a variety of flower petals. Many of the seats are in disrepair. There are 42 instances of SCP-2952-2 aboard the car, filling around two-thirds of the available seats. Agent Davies takes a seat across from instance 2-A. The doors close and the car begins to move. A slightly distorted voice begins to speak with no discernible source. Voice. Now departing from Three Portlands. Next stop. West Coast Rainforest. Agent Davies observes her surroundings. Posted on the upper walls are advertisements for an organic oak moss tincture, a religious organization practicing a variant of paganism, a horror movie featuring SCP-2323 entitled Strike of the Shrike, a new children's cartoon featuring SCP-2952 called The Global Adventures of the Great Grady. Also visible are various forms of graffiti, including multiple messages such as brownies suck, go back to your glens. Wow, even on their end of it, huh? <laughs> and an image resembling SCP-2547, an instance of SCP-2952-2 further down the car begins playing Lady Greensleeves on a flute loudly and off key. Unknown. Shut the hell up, will you? A baby begins crying. Another instance of SCP-2952-2 throws a thorn at the flutist, who promptly ceases playing. After some time, an elderly female instance of SCP-2952-2, designated Instance 2-B, approaches Agent Davies while holding a scroll. Instance 2-B. Excuse me, dear, would you mind signing this petition? It's attempting to revoke the new laws saying that mice are no longer allowed on board. So unfair. Just a signature, dear, that's all I need. Not even a true name. Agent Davies. Uh, apologies, miss, but I'm not a citizen. Instance 2-B. I see. Very well. Would you mind if I sit? Agent Davies. Not at all. Instance 2-B takes the seat next to Agent Davies and begins knitting using two thorns as needles. At the far end of the car, a male instance of SCP-2952-2 takes out a package wrapped in leaves and unwraps it, revealing a mushroom of unknown species. The instance begins loudly consuming the mushroom. Based on the facial expressions of other passengers, the mushroom is quite pungent in odor. Instance 2-B leans over to Agent Davies. Instance 2-B. Now, if they were going to ban something truly unpleasant. Agent Davies laughs. 
voice, now approaching West Coast Rainforest. Agent Davy stands. When the car stops, she exits along with instances 2A, 2B, and 12 others. Agent Davies approaches SCP-2952 and pats its side. Agent Davies, good boy. Agent Davies is returned to normal size. Communication resumes. She crouches over the departing crowd, spots instance 2B, and waves farewell before departing for the transport vehicle. End log. Whew. Man, it's a good thing this job has good insurance. Bertram, you've got a tough job. Mm. All right, well, I think that's it for today. I'll double check to see if there's anything else I need to read. Uh, thank you, and uh, have a good day, I guess? Thank you for listening to SCP Research Archives. SCP number 2952 was written by, I literally just had it, Absent-Minded Nihilist. Uh, all SCP content is shared under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. The theme song is Night of Chaos by Kevin McCloud, used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. Sound effects are from freesound.org. Florence was played by Kit. And the archives directors played by Redacted. <laughs>